Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is to sex or not to sex after quarantine? Let's find out. Hello, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel, and you're listening to Kind of Dating. I have my friends Aisha and Adam here. Hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> um, if you like today's episode, please remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it and leave us a five-star rating or review. Also, you know what you're doing right now? Not enough. So follow us on social media. Uh, we're at Kind of Dating across the board. I'm at Natasha Chandel on Instagram. Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter, Natasha Chandel official on Facebook. Adam Aisha, where are you guys at? Aisha says dance across all social media networks. And I am Adam Pineless anywhere online. <laughs> love, love, love. And we are bringing back our guest and our friend. He's a writer, producer, Cliff Dorfman. You know some of his work, Entourage Warrior a million others. I can't, you have a really long resume and, uh, the Cliff Dorfman podcast. So you got to check that out. What's up? What's up? Hey, Natasha, Aisha, Adam, how are you guys doing? Hey, hey. welcome back. Yeah. So good to have you back on the show. So wait a minute, Cliff, we fucked up in the last episode because I forgot to ask you the most important question we ask uh-huh. every guest. Aisha, you want to ask? Single or in a relationship? Single. <laughs> Ready to mingle? Uh, Yes. Okay. 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 So Cliff, we talked about this on your pod where we were like, oh my God, there's going to be like, what do you think? Mm. Are people going to go crazy and have sex with everybody? Or are people gonna be more like concerned? Like, is this going to be like the HIV epidemic back in the day? That's a, that's a really good question. I think, you know, my 18 year old brain or let's say 18 to 25 year old brain with a lack of complete impulse control. I really should think I 18 to 39 year old brain with a complete lack of impulse control. Um, It would say, yeah, you're going to fuck everything that moves. And then, you know, the older me is like, I don't really like, she's really pretty and I'm really attracted to her, but hmm, you know, where you been? Have you traveled? Yeah. Like, what's, what's going on with you? <laughs> I think there's going to be those questions. So I, I really do think it's going to be split in the middle somewhere. Where you, that's Yeah, Adam, what do you think? Adam, Aisha, what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, when things come back, there are definitely going to be some people that are just itching for, you know, uh, you know, a roll in the hay. And they will, they will do so. But I think that after, you know, they get back a lot of people and I think, you know, the people who are really smart will be careful. You know, I think everybody should be careful when they're doing this stuff, especially now, cause we don't know. I mean, this is a very different world. And I mean, people right now are just trying to figure out how to get back to work and, and how to get back to normal things, you know, that, you know, we're still not over or through it yet, you know, or probably I don't know. Are we even at the midway point? I I don't know. Good question. I think it's going to be a recycling is going to be, it helps our environment and it helps us. Right. Circle of life. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's going to be an initial big bang. (laughs) (laughs) Pun intended. 
Yeah. And then everybody's going to slow down. <laughs> That's what I think. You know, so do you guys know anybody right now kind of still fucking strangers? Because I have um, uh, the the guy I'm seeing, his friend is. And so there there are still people sort of wilding out out there with strangers um, having their fucking fun. Uh, I think it'll probably be I actually think a bunch of people are going to act like they are, they want a relationship just so they can split oh. some people and then be like, all right, man, I'm, I'm out. Like go back to their old. I'm not way. sure though that it'll be more people than before though. Cause there were already people doing that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's true. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'm like Cliff, maybe it'll just be 50, 50. Um, in my mind, I'm going to go crazy, but then, I feel like, you know, even in talking to the women that I still, you know, that I still know that I, you know, I've been with in the past where it's like, it could be just easy to go back there, you know, on both sides. It's like, I'm still like, I I don't really, I'm not going to drive to the Palisades and like your house looks dope with the new place, but I don't think I'm going to do that. You know, like, so it becomes more of like, you send a picture and then she sends it and you know, it's like, that's it. And you know, so I don't know. In my mind, I'm going to fuck everything that moves when this is over. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> um, when do you guys think is sort of a safe time to start getting sexually sort of active again with, I mean, I guess whoever you want. Right. Like, I've really tried to put myself in that, like, just in that hypothetical, like, hey, what would I do? If I, you know, was, I mean, just seeing anybody and how, how quickly would I get back out there? And to be honest, like, I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I'd definitely be afraid. You know, I, I think it might be the kind of thing where the smart way to do it would be, I mean, this isn't really the sexiest way, but to request like someone gets tested, just similar to how people might for like an STD or something, you know, have yeah. you had your coronavirus test uh, or something. But, you know, then again, it's like two weeks later, they might need to take it again, you know, or something. I don't know. It's just a weird So I situation. guess this is, so, you know, we also talked about this episode because there's a really, really funny meme. Um, and I sent it to Karina, who runs our social media account to post. Um, it's about like a couple... Um, having sex. And just as they're about to have sex, she goes to the guy, um, do you have any protection? And he brings out a mask. Mask. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Funny. you know, now I'm like, man, wrap both sides up, wrap, wrap it up down there, wrap that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, yeah. Um, would you ask somebody to wear a mask? <laughs> I mean, that could be kind of hot. <laughs> you know? so it's like you're, you're, it's like a doctor nurse yeah kind of totally again, like making a role play you know what i have noticed though about the mask thing being out in public when you do have to go out is that you look pe- at people's eyes mm-hmm. you look at their body and you look at their eye yeah. yeah as opposed to just looking at their body and then maybe you know getting an idea of them you're looking yeah. at them you're not looking anything down here so you're yeah. just seeing this and you're like oh is that person is kind of attractive you know and with the mask off, you might not have ever felt that you would take it off. And be like, oh, that's not my type that's at true. all. So she so wearing mascara. My my ass is like not doing anything when I go out. I look so 
Also, my mask takes up like 80% of my face. <laughs> like this. One of those. Oh no, I am like full eye makeup. <laughs> I do think some people. Full glam with eyes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> man, I need to try harder. Thank you all for listening to Kinda Dating. If you already subscribed, great. We love you. If you're not, get on it. Go to that podcast app on your phone, computer, whatever, and hit the button now so you can get your fix weekly. Side effects include laughing your ass off, sorting out your shit, and finding true love. Isn't that what we all want? I think some people also, like, look, they find ways to look cooler in the masks. Like, you see a lot of people with, like, biker bandanas running around, and you're like, oh, is this Sons of Anarchy? Or, you know... What exactly is this going on? I, I think that if I met someone with a ninja mask, it might be like, wow, did I just meet a ninja? You know, that could be almost <laughs> like, a, uh, I mean, they gave way themselves I'm a literally in that situation. But. so disgusting when I go out. Like I put my hair like in a full thing with a toque that covers it all the way down, like a beanie. That's a Canadian way of saying beanie. So like none of my hair is exposed. I wear sunglasses and N95 that takes up 80% of my face because my face is so little. And then I'm just like, and then I wear a turtleneck. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And then I'm like, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, nobody. Plus if you saw me, you'd be like, nope, skipping over her. Well, here's a question I want to ask you guys is that, you know, I've, you know, when you talk to soldiers who are veterans, you know, they feel, you know, some are galvanized from combat, but others talk about a fog of war, you know, wherein everything is just this hazy sort of violence. And I feel like, and and just tell me if this is just a guy thing, you know, being an empath, I feel different things a lot when I walk out. And one thing I'm feeling is like a fog of sex. Like people are walking around and just checking each other out and like looking like, "Mm." (laughs) like just, I'm not going to do anything, but like, hundred percent. Am I imagining that? I don't no, think I am. I'm not imagining that. Every time I walk out and look at all these masks, I'm like, damn. Right. <laughs> oh, no, see, that's just show you two are the ones who are going through that thing, though, that we talked yeah. about in the last episode where you're like, I need to get somebody. Right. I am like so like paranoid. I'm like, oh, my God, did they touch something that they weren't supposed to touch? I'm like, I'm not looking at anybody's fucking face. <laughs> I don't remember a single face I have looked at. So I have been looking at like, oh my God, why would they touch their mask and then scratch their eye? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, now that's unsexy. But don't, let's be clear. I'm not saying I'm going to do anything about it. I'm saying there's a fog. Yeah. No, but I love this. It just shows that like, like people are. Yeah, sexual beings. Yeah. yeah. There's also uh, the sense of, you know, this is not a time for words. You know, like, <laughs> we don't need to talk. Know, just eye contact is, yeah. is all we need in this relationship. Hey, yeah. you know what they say? They say that if you hold eye contact with somebody for five seconds, then well, you can make them fall in love. That's a- I just heard eye fucking. I didn't know the love yeah. thing. But, but eye fucking, like five seconds of it is a long, long time. That is actually now. Count one. Mississippi. Two. Mississippi. Three. Four. Yeah, you, five. you couldn't even do it. Your eye turned. You're, you were like, eh, it's, can't. it's a lot. It's very intimate. Yeah, very. Wow. Yeah. So how, how soon, I mean, when would you guys feel safe to, to sort of, and be honest, it could be right away. I don't give a fuck. Right. And if you're being safe about it, what do, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's ever going to be a feeling of being fully safe anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Let me ask you this question. Would you get mad if you got it, God forbid, from somebody? I mean, 
I mean, if no. it sends me to the hospital, yes. But I mean, it's not like, I don't know, it's yeah, not like know. they did it on purpose. No, no, of like, course. Yeah. Help it. I'm a grown adult. If I chose to have sex with someone, you know, right. then I'm choosing that I might get, you know, yeah. Corona. Right. What and if they so, said they didn't have it? Then you got it. I'd be well, that's different. Well, I'm not gonna fucking lie. I'd be fine. <laughs> well, you don't know you got it from them in that case, though, either. That's the the tough thing is you could get it from any stranger that you're interacting with outside of that relationship. Yeah, because it's not a sexually it transmitted a few weeks. disease, so yeah. it's not like yeah, a, it's not no. strictly mouth mouth stuff. I do think I'll mouth. I think yeah. You're <laughs> yeah, maybe not so much of that is gonna be. Yeah. don't spit on anyone or in anyone's mouth, and I think we're good. <laughs> What do you mean, French kissing? How are you supposed to do that? Oh, that's you a just, thing. You just, you do. Oh. Mm, yeah, I mean, Eskimo kisses. Yeah. Is that the eyelash? <laughs> the butterfly <laughs> ones, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, honestly, like, I think the whole physical thing is going to be really weird in the beginning because I cannot even yes. watch a TV show when I see people hugging now or right. like crowds yeah. in a TV show. I'm like, oh my God. We used to be like that. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Like that. Right. That's what I was. T- I, I think I mentioned on, on the last show that we did is the idea of what a what a series going to do now. I'm looking at Modern Family ending or these. Th- and I'm like, yeah. oh, they're touching each other and hugging. And yeah. it's like everyone's going to have to address this. It's not just a thing that we're going to be able to gloss over in the mm-hmm. cultural realm. Yeah. 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 It's super. Um, it's definitely going to be super weird. I mean, I guess that sort of brings me to this immunity card thing. You know, we mentioned like if you were going to have sex with somebody, you know, before you could be like, hey, man, have you done an STD test? Show it to me. Um, I've never done that, but but people do. Um, would you ask somebody for their COVID, <laughs> their COVID card? Like, God. I'd be more uh, more inclined to ask for the COVID card than I would for the uh, STD card. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not saying I haven't lived a high risk lifestyle in the past. Right. I, you know, like I, I do. I think I'd be more likely to ask for a COVID. Let me see your card. Your card. You know. Then, yeah. Like, are you safe? Yeah. Right. It's such a sketchy thing, though, right? Because, like, on one end, look. I'm not somebody who gives a shit about privacy, to be honest, because I feel like we don't really have any and everybody's taken mine anyways when second I immigrated into this country. So I'm like, whatever. But um, I just don't know if I totally trust it. Not because you can't be safe, but because of the asymptomatic thing. Sure, exactly. Isn't that the whole thing yeah. mm-hmm. or I don't know Adam your your dad is a neurologist right like I yeah. guess if you're asymptomatic you would still test positive mm-hmm. yeah you would just have no symptoms of it but you'd still be able to carry it and give it to other people um yeah yeah well, I, I guess think so for me maybe, like a lot of then maybe the it's com- trustworthy yeah though my doctor at comfort- Cedars said that there there's currently 30 percent false negatives Right. Oh, that's not great. So I've heard this a lot of false negatives um, where you're not, you don't have it, but you do. Yeah. So you're getting right. Uh, so those people are still going out and doing whatever. A uh, doctor told uh, my sister that some a patient uh, was on a ventilator now and two negative tests previous to that. It's crazy. Yeah. 
So, wow. yeah, I think it is a, a real issue that we're going to face in going back into it. But I also think, you know, we're, we're, we're a social be- We can't live yeah. for too long. This is not going to last just because we can't. Yeah. You know, like, we'll, we'll die. It's like water yeah. for us. We need to be socially interactive. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, it's already started, right? I, I think um, in Spain today, they just said like, hey, kids can go out with their parents um, for a day or something like that because they have kids haven't been able to go out there at all. Oh, really? Um, like at all. They're not allowed to step out. And um, and fully packed. Like places were packed with no masks. Um, I mean, in California, in, uh, you know, OC, we had, we've had really sunny, beautiful weather this weekend. They said 40 to 50,000 people came out to the beaches um, beaches are closed still, right? In LA? No, nah, not in hunting, not in the OC. So Newport, uh, Huntington. That's how everybody went. <laughs> yeah. People uh, went there. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like there's definitely that thing of like, I feel like people will be mindful for a short period of time mm-hmm. and then you're just going to say, fuck it. Yep. I agree. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to really come down to that. Which I'm is scary. It is. Yeah. Which Agreed. is scary though. Because you're yeah. like, shit. High risk. <laughs> yeah. And you have a lot of the conspiracy freaks who say, you know, well, this is population control and this is, you know, there was no disease. It's like, there's a disease, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a virus. Yeah. It's out there. It's killing people. Like, don't, like, it's not. Yeah. So I have I, I every, the 5G conspiracies. There's so, so many. Oh my God. To vaccinate so us. Many. But they're all the same conspiracy. Like if you look at every conspiracy theory, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but oh, no, please, let's do. I've analyzed this a lot, and if you look at every single conspiracy theory, the story is always the same structure. Right. It's an outsider who comes upon a very secret piece of knowledge that only they know, and now they're going to share that knowledge with you once they deem you worthy. Now you, who have never been accepted before, feel special. This is very much like dating, by the way. Mm-hmm. You now feels this is a manipulation trick to dating. Now you feel special that you were indoctrinated into the secret laws and society that this crazy person holds. And now that you're in, your job is to get more people in. And what's going to happen is when history reveals the truth about this, you're going to be a leader that people come to, to ask. And you were right the whole time. I just summed up every conspiracy. (laughs) That is. (laughs) It's a lot parallel to dating. You know, when you see a lot of manipulation, you know, I'm going to drag you into, I'm going to draw you in with all these ideas. I'm going to let you in on the secret belief system of mine. And now if you want to be with me, you have to tote this belief system and tell all your friends about it too, but alienate them as well. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just be with me. And you see it time and again, it's used in both worlds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. I mean, that's such a great analysis of conspiracy theories. I never thought of that (laughs) in that way. Yeah. People want to feel special. And I think that's what we're talking about at its heart, right? Is that how long can we go without feeling wanted or needed or special? Right. Mm -hmm. To someone else. I mean, I'm fucking fine with it. I'll sit at home all day. I kind of am too. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I'm like, only yesterday was the first, first day I was, I was kind of like, Oh, I wish I could go for like a nice, walk or something, but I don't know. I'm just such a homebody too. <laughs> like, whatever, I'll just stay inside. <laughs> um, I guess, you know, 
what what other sort of precautions might you guys take before having sex with somebody after quarantine? Like, do you think you're going to do anything differently? I can tell you right now, probably not. I was going to say probably. (laughs) I'd like to give you this whole world. I don't know what else I could do. Yeah, enlighten Two weeks. Get to know somebody for two weeks. Well, okay, yeah. But that's what I was doing anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I got to know somebody, you know, a little bit. Exactly. Right. Well, because like, look, Adam and I have talked about this before. Adam has has been like, if you want to have sex on a first date, you should have sex on a first date. And it's like, but now we also talked about, which Adam brought a really great point up in the last episode, which is trust is going to be a really important thing. I think Mm -hmm. going forward, at least for a little while, for most sound minded people. Um, And with that trust, there's there's going to be a lot of like, all right, like, what have you been doing the last two weeks and sort of not asking somebody their every move, but in hopefully in talking to somebody more consistently, you're going to know what they've been up to. So if they're running amok or, you know, gathering with having a party, a backyard party with 50 of their closest friends, then maybe, maybe wait three weeks before you have sex with them. Right, right until symptoms show. Exactly. (laughs) Like, I guess you can now got to just like wait for the symptoms to show kind of shit, right? They don't show all the time. I know. There's a symptomatic, right? Yeah. I think the bigger thing is though, that what we saw when this first started with these teenagers, you know, and these kids that, fuck you, I'm going to South Padre Island. Fuck you, spring break's on. You know, it's like, Adam, your dad's a neurologist in Florida, which I I thought up until meeting you was an oxymoron. So I I didn't realize, you know, Florida is fucking like Satan's waiting room. Is there a difference in brain growth there? Does your dad notice? (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, I I don't think that that's scientifically anything different. (laughs) Thank you for being literal on that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. But really, I mean, I think it is that fear that these kids are going to go, like, because they're missing everything. Right. And they have impulse control. So if they go back to business as usual, and that's a large proponent of our population who's going to take that, you know, point of view, then aren't we really all just kind of saying we're at risk anyway, and this is going to shake out how it shakes out, and whoever gets it is going to get it, and this sucks? Like, I don't know what else there is. And it is kind of scary, too, because like those spring breakers you were talking about, I saw um, a chart on like Reddit or something where someone had made, um, it was the signals of the secondary cell phone tower signals of people who had been traveling from spring break that week. Uh And you can see on the diagram, like when they reconnected to the new network towers after getting off their airlines and so on, just how spread out and clusters around the country just those kids were, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. There was, you know, a ton in New York, a ton in Texas, a ton in, you know, they were spread out all in every state. Um, it was shocking, you know. It's like, but that's just that one group of irresponsible people. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, we have to live with them. Well, but that, that's the scary thing is that they have no yeah. impulse. So what do we do? You know, no matter what precautions we take is kind of my point is, Asha, is, is I, we're still kind of in the Wild West. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is part of the, the frustration. Like, I mean, that's partially what I feel is I'm like, well, I'm doing everything right. But if people around me aren't, then what the fuck is the point? Right. The fuck is the point for me? Like, <laughs> I might as well just not do anything right. But I don't know. I, I think um, when it comes to mitigating as much as you can, I think when it comes to sex with a stranger, I have no issues with anybody having sex anytime you meet somebody that you want to have sex with them. If that's one hour in, if that's a day in, that's a month in, it's a year in, I don't care. The safety part now, I think, is definitely something to think about. Like, it it really would just be something on my head. Yeah. 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 I say that. Can I just say, if I'm like sick or somebody is actually sick, like before I probably would, you know, ignore it, but now I definitely wouldn't. So like if there are any signs of any kind of sickness, definitely. I do think everywhere is going to have their own code of conduct. Like I think that every bar, every restaurant, because they're going to have to open again or, you know, their option isn't to stay closed for a year, year and a half or something like that or until there's a vaccine, you know, they they need to work. So you know, they're going to have to open at some point and, and they're going to have to do social distancing or something. I mean, some version of that. It's sort of a gray area, but they'll have to find a way where they and their employees and the people that are their customers feel safe. It's just tough because, you know, in places like LA, a lot of places are kind of compact because they're all, you know, if you go to a line of restaurants, there's a bunch of restaurants right there, you know, like it's there's not a lot of room to social distance and things like that. So, oh yeah, I mean, New York that way is... Uh, I do think delivery will be a bigger thing than it was before. And it was getting bigger because of apps and so on. You know, I think a lot more people might be inclined to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It is available. Um, the motion picture industry, Universal was the first big company to really start straight releasing uh, theatrical releases to the home. Uh, at a higher price to purchase or to get your tickets. I think it's just a rental, but you know, that actually could largely change the landscape for a lot of that stuff. I don't think it's a better solution necessarily. You know, I I love movie theaters, you know, I think that's a important part. That's a whole other topic anyway, Well, you know, but. It's another topic, Adam, but what you're also saying is is something I think we touched upon earlier uh, is all the places we'd go to have a date. Right are going to be not forget about to find someone to have a date. But now let's say you want to have a date. What is, what does that date look like? If the movie theaters are just barely open or, you know, you're not restaurants or, you know, how do you have an intimate date? Uh, Everything's going to have to be one-on-one. Do you ever, you know, pick somebody up at the bar anymore? Cause aren't you supposed to stay six feet away or whatever? Like, I, th- I definitely think bar club culture will be the most affected for a while. Sports, mm, rock concerts, bars, concerts. Yeah, like yeah. clubs for sure. Because yeah, like what what do you do? And just the idea, like restaurants, is one thing. Like okay, you could spread people out, um, but what do you do at a bar? Right. Well, will there be bars? That's that's the other thing. What Adam was talking about is like, will there be theaters? Will there be, you know, what are we coming back to? And can I ask something that I want to ask you, Natasha, since you're in a uh, different position than all of us? Because Adam is married, right, Adam? Yeah. And, and Aisha and I are single. So you're the only one who's in a relationship, you know, that is quarantined, right? So you're in this relationship. Let me ask you this. 
just like we're talking about what will a single person do when this is over? What is a person who got into a relationship or something that was maybe going to go one way or the other and now you're in this thing? I'm not judging your relationship. No, no, yeah. in general. You're in this thing now for four months, three months, and now you get out of it. Are you going to want to go see what's out there? Or are you going to be like, no, now I'm in this. And is it going to be a, a form of settling? Let's That's a great question. Um, I... Uh, have asked myself that uh, if I, I think my situation is a little different because I actually really like the person. So it's been like, okay, it's been great. So I, I, I would just do what I would normally do, which is if I continue to like somebody, I don't see people anyways. That's just a personal choice I make at a point in a relationship anyways. So for me, um, if all goes well, then I don't think I would feel a need to. Um, if I were in a situation where the person was just like a flex, like, oh, they were just somebody I was filling my time with, then I might have considered for sure, like not getting back out there necessarily, like going to a bar and picking a guy up again, you right. know, but I think being more open to however I were to meet somebody, if that was on a walk, um, you know, That's being it. more open, I think I would. Yeah. Right. Um, I think because I'm in a different place with this person, it's probably going to be a different scenario. So. That, and, and that's interesting. I think, you know, and I think there's a lot of people also kind of why I'm asking is how many people were, you know, I'm going to just get into this now. And then, you know, they can't wait to get out of it or they're just like, now they're going to be in this thing and settle for it totally. because times are scary. Yes. <laughs> and that's, that's a really good point. Cause I, I do think a lot of people settle like for me, um, especially in times like this, because they're like, I just, I just need somebody around. And mm. I think the gauge for me has been um, I don't need anybody around and I prefer people not to be around um, if they annoy me and uh, and this person hasn't annoyed me. So I'm like, oh, this is great. Like every every encounter has been fun and an added value versus, oh, I, I just need to have sex and like go kill my time. You know, <laughs> like it's, it's a very different feeling, but I think I'm very aware of that. Um, but I do think it's a really good question for people who are just dating to date. Like I have friends who are just dating to date very openly. Like one of my girlfriends was like, I'm fucking a dentist. He's a piece of shit. And she literally was like, he's a piece of shit. I think he's fucking other people. But right now she's and yeah, she, she thinks he is, but they haven't had the, I guess maybe they haven't had the discussion Yeah, and she goes, um, I'm going to, I'm going to dump him once the pandemic is over. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. So that's somebody using the time to just fill a need. Yeah. I wonder if marriage is going to be up, relationships will be up or, you know, down after, you know, people yeah. just can get into something. Did you read um, that article that like uh, China's divorce China, rates went yeah. up like crazy? One month after quarantine started. Yeah. Yeah. One hour. <laughs> it took one month. I know. Yeah. That's all it took. It's pretty bad. Yeah, it's crazy because you do think now, like, and this was another one of my tweets, which was like back in the day, you used to ask yourself, who would I be want to who would I want to be stuck with on a desert 
a deserted island. And now it's like, who do I want to ride a pandemic with? Because I think it's so different. Like, even if you were on a deserted island with somebody, you have fucking space. <laughs> right. Just right. go off yeah, and do yeah. your own fucking shit for go find some fish somewhere. I'm going to go try to build a fire here a mile away from you. Get away from me for a while. <laughs> and now it's really that like, who do you want to be trapped in your house with? Right. For potentially two to three months at a time. Right. And is that it going to annoy the living shit out of you? Yeah. But nowhere to go. The, nowhere to go. No. And, and I think like norm- that's. Sorry, Adam. Oh, no, I was going to say, and like the social norms for politeness also are going to change. They already have. But even now, like strangers, like if I was leaving like a store or the or I guess no stores are open, the supermarket, let's say. And let's say someone held a door for me. Part of me be like, excuse me, six feet of distance. Why are you holding a door for me? You know, but in the past, I've been that guy who holds a door for anyone, a guy, a girl, you know, and a young person, elderly person. You know, I just I'm a nice guy and I try to. Yeah, like what if somebody tried to it, hand it you a basket on, you know, the at the grocery but, yeah. store to be polite? Like, here's yeah. a basket for you. Here's a basket for me. You <laughs> take that filthy thing back. <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking you know, touch my basket. You don't need your shopping dirty, dirty hands. Right. Right. I agree. But isn't it crazy? We think about the person touching our basket, but we're willing to let go to fuck somebody. Yeah. Well, there's a yeah. certain give and take there, Feels you good. know. <laughs> It's so crazy. I'm like, we're get so. The, get the virus on my terms. Right. <laughs> we have a good time getting it. And then, right. yeah, I want to fucking want to get off at least. Yeah. Was it good? If Was I'm it coronavirus it. good? Yeah. Yeah. By the way. Imagine your last healthy. I mean, the, your last healthy memory is getting off. Yeah. That's, that's good. We've always said from, you know, time beginning, it's a great way to go. Right. You know, you know, all right, if that's it. Listen, that's the thing that flashes before your eyes as, you know, that last. Sorry, I got really dark on that. Yeah. yeah. Well, talking about sex, Adam. I know. Yeah, I, I know, right? But that's what flashes, you know. It's not, like, you know, not really like meaningful moments like graduation or my family or, you know. Oh, guys. Um, well, I hope people out there will be safe um, and, you know, try to use protection. And (laughs) yeah. Um, Having sex like Orthodox, you know, Jews do my people that, you know, the Orthodox, we just have, you know, they just fuck through a cloth and the sheet. Yeah. I mean, why not just go to that? You could do that. It's also an option now. (laughs) The spit shield. One oh big speech. <laughs> I mean, you heard that too, right? People were <laughs> are taking sheets and hugging their families oh. and stuff like that. Like that's sad. That yeah, sad. it's uh, I mean, it's nice, but it's sad. Yeah, you got to say one thing though. While this is obviously a very scary time, can you imagine? Like we are living the first big pandemic this modern yeah. world has history. ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be in the history books. Yeah. You, you know, this has never happened ever in the world. Right. You know, to this degree, you know, 
ever. I mean, we had the plague in the 1600s, I think, or the 1700s when, when right. Shakespeare. No, we had, uh, no, Spanish the, flu 1918. Okay. And the Black Plague was more isolated because people were in smaller towns and there wasn't international travel wasn't as yeah. easily, you know. Not epidemic. <laughs> yeah, even, yeah, even the Spanish flu, I don't think was it, was it, was it a pandemic? I think that one might have been actually. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think that one was yeah, a pretty bad I, one. I definitely think though we've never had anything that's shut down. Not yeah, in modern times now. Yeah. Well, also, you know, I think I've said this before, but we're in a, a place in the world where I think it's the only time that every single person, despite race, creed, color, nationality, religion, is going through the exact same thing at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. that's gonna shift a lot of things, no matter what. That's that's never happened as a collective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yet people still find a way to divide within that, which is insane. You know, some people who yes. feel their experience is more or less or whatever. Or so, human nature is a funny, funny thing. Um, silly. <laughs> well, I hope all you guys have safe sex out there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, I do really hope everybody gets it in. It's very important. Uh, but I hope everybody does it in a safe and timely manner. And, uh, and, you know, maybe a little, little bit more conscientiously. I do hope people, even our young listeners think about it in a little bit more of a conscientious way and like kind of, you know, (laughs) just put a little extra thought. You won't be able to fuck a hundred people if you're dead, not healthy. Right. <laughs> if you uh, if you are looking to meet someone who is maybe the kind of person that is a homebody and likes to stay at home a lot of the time, uh, this is probably a great time to find people like that. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a niche market. Well, in that vein, I, I want to actually uh, announce that I'm coming out with a, a dating app that's called PQ, post-quarantine. Oh, and everyone wow. it will submit their tests so no one will be accepted if they're not positive. There you go. Love it. <laughs> only for positive people? <laughs> yeah, only for positive people. Just discriminating. <laughs> negative. If we're on there, you know we've got it. <laughs> positive people who are negative. Right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Cliff, thank you so, so much for being on the show today. Yeah. Um, you got to come back on. You are welcome here anytime. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, you already answered your six questions. So friends, if you want to listen to Cliff's really good answers, yeah. um, check out our last episode for that. Um, Cliff, how can everybody find you on social media and all the fun places? You can find the Cliff Dorfman Show podcast on Apple and Stitcher and everywhere you find podcasts partnered with Starburns Audio Network and uh, hey, Starburns, Jason Smith. And uh, you can find me at Cliff Dorfman 88 on Twitter and at Cliff Dorfman on Instagram. Uh, that's, that's about as good as it's going to get for me. Yay. <laughs> Aisha Adam. You guys can find me at Aisha Says Dance all over the internet, as Adam says. <laughs> yeah. And I am Adam Pineless on Instagram and Twitter. Um, friends follow us on social media. We are at kind of dating across the board and I am at Natasha Chandel on Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter, Natasha Chandel official on Facebook. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you could please take a few seconds and review us on iTunes, we'd be so grateful. Also tell a friend, um, and send us your dating stories and thoughts via voice memo to kind of dating at gmail.com. 
finally. I know it seems tough out there. Mm -hmm. Just try. Till next time. Kinda Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host. Our producer is Adam Pineless, and our intern is Karina Uribe. The opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yenick and K. Daniel Ellis.